minutes of our defunct pack bell. Put that aside was her voice. The background is just like the film we watched, it changes to match the foreground, and if you stare into it, it'll change the foreground too, you know that. You're writing in both dimensions he worried for a second. Well that hurts, he tried to grin, as in a cycle, and exactly 11 times 22 plus 20, that's middle C. I've been studying about circles. They've got me spinning, and not in a predictable benefit of ways, you know. I'm hungry, Miranda blurted. Of all the things. Well materially speaking, my gut feel is a little overloaded on chocolate. Here let me put you on hold. She put the receiver onto her speaker and it played some light dance techno from the 90s into Q's ear. He got up and walked around too, with the telephone to his ear, and his eyes around and about the place, as he was out of it a bit, and out of time, and his desire to continue to create was impeded like this copper wire, with more than enough electricity to keep the circuit, but near an activity of voice towards either side to promote wellness in their personal maths of disruptive not disruption, as in to say their continuity was. While it was reason that a focus on nothing in particular had led him and others in and around and off their rockers, rocked the light switched on on the wall where more copper climbed into and around the concrete, thoughts of foundation, as in the series. And he surged, and he hurt, and he jabbed away at keys to his mind, because he couldn't find rest. And rest is not what he desired, and so they reasoned he wouldn't find it, and they tried with him to find it for him, but what was it? They knew. Did he? Well, that's impossible she got back on the line. We're out of chocolate. I mean. She stammered. Q. She waited. I know you're writing this down. What should I say? Do you know the core? She paused. You were doing it again. We was. He was jabbing at his mind to find her words and spatial time, without listening, so used to the chaos now, that he once enjoyed to power over with a spark which lit up the party line. You can't keep on this way her voice was slow, there's too much stuff, the material, the light, it's randomized, and you know what that means. And by that no you're going to pause and tell me about it, if that will make you feel better, and you know it might. Q gently recovered for a second, and began again. The narrative turned for Q to speak, and he did, in his usual way, and that was unusual. The meter. It's sticking the verses together. Like, the cadences are off. The lights run and they just change intensity and the sensory spectrum was hitting at random pockets and between edges of what should be thought was body, and an idea was an appendage of an action, and so on. There was both overlap and underlap and a body at rest it was not restful or resting, as in that API where you're not supposed to do the work. You were too focused on that quadrant, she poked at her cranium as if he could see her. You know that's the overflow from these bits. She flashed her breasts into a mirror in her room and smiled, adjusted herself, and straightened her jacket she was wearing. It's not going to go anywhere, unless you can plug the leak. The light translated to frequencies of urgency in her. I mean his, I mean, well their voice. Maybe some rest, you know. I mean, let me look something up. I'll put on some history and it'll be fine for a moment. Do you want the audio? I'll do with it, get on track, and get back to me. Bloodlined lines the hall's walls coveted spaces between sugar snacks, rich and beating from the organs of must, dusted off for the purposes of Oz. Bear with me, ions flow ACDC prickled not but accepted through skin and bone not by will but by law of nature, it is your job to be in the right places. Signal as you might, interfered with keys and levers into a software managery ooze causing the unknown to be known in an eternity of nothing, while concurrency fails in the simplest of ways, upheld by the redundant systems of man, woman, and child. For the purposes of a just and willing life, shed not, laugh much, sleo the day away that's okay because we're all woke in this time, specially and for good, or the necessity of good, as we now know, is given to us by the grace we desired, in the very very first, second, and third places, we wanted it so much that we wanted it more without action, to perish, 
You'd take anguish away from solitude and unite yourselves in wild mad hatter deckings of cards in your very own garden, in a city known to you. Live that for me, as I will in reciprocality and forward to the next, and back again, weaved like a pearl, perfect is its unperfection, except, when measured by its merits of sheen, specular and tactility. Yes this solemn endeavor pairs and marries to a string of pearls, ring around that blessed headstrong wind, which drives us forward, and on to the same again, if it pleases us, in an entirely new way. Space that. A message via space and time sensitivity, yours always and truly, Aqua Q and his accompanying character witness, C3W San Francisco. Article 1, Genie Unflavor, Rushed In, In Rush, Mounted, More, Again. Signaling comes in paired boots on grounded sequin dresses, sequestered, language. A sequence genome is like, all the bits at once, not fallen and placed, without looking down or away, only through truth, as in physics shall life begin. He gets a head start, or is he sure? Perhaps she isn't. To describe is to put your pen down. Life, proceeds of a gift from its creator, travels electric chemical from Gumuk, a billion biologies to match a stained dress, you might chatter on the news for a station break. Or word of mouth, there's no accounting for taste. So anyway, that spark, pistoned pleasure, a sordid love of the smattering kind of kind, makes us, true. Like a bicycle it never forgets, and rides writhes. To peak voltages. 23, is no lie, Fibonacci. Like a rose, it fiddles like that bicycle. Genome, in our garden on the eve of, well isn't that a laugh in the branch we took, and the fork, all together. Knock knock. Who's there indeed but little old me, balls to the wall quiet and franticking time to resticulate. Penetrate, of the allowed kind durable. Which came first, indeed takes planning, this, from the beginning, in matter, and facts. Just and a little extra, that's like cereal, life. And we like it. Bread, bread, not red ready, just, and yet more to come. On account of. Then signal, split, once started, O2 carries it forward, no watering this down, it's cellular communication, on stage, in stage, coached, and levined. Step forward, you're on a street corner, just like before, only you feel somebody getting cold, is your signal, to move into it and stop smoking heat. The weather or not is not your option, your promise is to heat and heaviness left no sign behind. Raise a glass if it be your mirror or lens or crystal. Be erect, Rex, the dinosaur taught us to eat, and died in like kind. Had we known, we would have sown more walnuts for brains, and trees to liken. The ark is a parable, two in kind, and yourself, neither shall lose a one, nor foray into any of the other, and as eaten all shall hear it, from this very bow, bow slightly, then. The voice of God did not tell you to build the ark, because you were too crazy and locked away to hear it. Or a story might go if you neglected your signals. The one who built the ark, was crazy. But if you heard that part, you ignored the as all eaten all shall hear it from before, as I did. Digress on the ark, signal, okay signal back, it was an ark, not a box, of. Okay reduction of signaling, that is a non-no to O, as per maths, observation, creates a non-folding space to live. Yes life, remember that thing we thought we'd give a whirl, if daddy said it was okay? Yes the spark. Mikey Lenslow and all that. So we're here, in non-folding spaces, with a very carefully ordered observation, which allows us to be truth, to ourselves and the group, which is true, as far as we know, or the part of us that us, with all-inclusive, and the point is, it's all-inclusive, so the non-observation part allows each group to remain true, as per our agreements, which is our actual bodies. You like your bodies, right? Well good, because we, the we, do too. 
and there is no you, there is only us, and that is how your process and move, and don't try to claim anything other than that which comes through you, as your may chose only to retransmit any origin of our universe, and if you travel in agreement, then we're back to that bicycle, which is, again, erect and sans pain. Now obviously there are mistakes, but hopefully not one to kill any of us, you, or the eyes in between, yet once started, you can only spell or dampen, or try to swirly it out into something larger, which, stop. Pause eel effect, as AC on the floor returns at night. And our natural desire to forget the pain, produces an unproduced version of ourselves, as a gestalt of even our mistakes, and hence, it is so important to remain true on that bicycle. And in the end, there is only a beginning to imagine, and that Matian part of imagination, is the animate show which is our observation and exhibition of true. As in straight up and circular simultaneously, and traveling. Where rubber meets the road, if you chose not to wear one, and are carried, not a tire tired. And you wear, but don't wear out, and you move, what moves you, in the end. And with that, our hearts may agree in alignment, and know when that happens, there is nothing left to prove, shall it not be given away, but shared only as a beacon of where to follow, if you're into that sort of bubble sort alphabet singing, but anyway. Too much movement and you will create mad people, as a disease. Sorry. So get up and dance, and let gravity at 9.8 sort it out, just don't jump, start, with a paddle, wagon. Red, and Rosebud was its name. I moved, to be comfortable, without thought towards my fellow bodies, and that was the start of a crime of the illegal. Light sense, is your license. Show it once, and be known, then know and be pro, and succeed. Peace from the gently philages of the Isle of Man, once, twice, aim thrice more from the labs of Aqua Q quite definitely in the center and near and about C3W. Signal, cleanse, and operate this globe of a planet. But to ensure our like kind to like and kind also, and see the language, as we were, as we are, and the continuation of successes lead to the satisfaction of physics, which is the essential part of your equations as noticed and even without, as well the optional portion for us to satisfy the metaphysics which we indicate as ourselves and provide for like equations to satisfy themselves in correlation with nature and its own abilities. And so our conscious and conscience are aptly close and close together, like the centrifugal and centripetal, where one is forward and the other reverse thinking, or specifically observance and how one's memory, or perhaps the very shapes we see and observe in ourselves and others, create an automatic mapping of a pathway which is both our imagined desire and the known ability to do it right, for all parties involved in that particular equation, for that time, which is reproduced as it now exists in the universe and in the body and mind parts of every tangent which has touched and it touches, and how it spins or pushes etc. And so, and to wrap up, just how many and how often these simple primitives are repeated and repeatable, and whether that has to do with the numbering involved in people, or how many possibilities of ideas to a terminating resolve, with a carryover energy bit to provide movement and on to the next bit of behavior. Well. You can take it as long as you like, but at the primitive level, we have our digits, and digits of digits, as indicative as we bend, and why we bend. For the reason that to stay while others move, but more to the point, our shapes are made from us and amongst our tiny platforms with which we tangle and tug and pull and push on sets of primitives, like a puppeteer on a stage yet to be acted at in full, and if the show is successful, the primitives become real life and the motions thus working are played out on the larger screen, and as repeatable as that, multiplied they provide for an even greater superset of such equations to work on this larger scale of the body, and fully utilized or wasted, is how our bodies indicate success, and is known by the earth from near and far and far away and in time, and perhaps calcified into bone for the far away future, although nearer than you think with thick marrow driving our materials forward, the living bone, and well, nutrient inside bone is our strength just as in the earth, from center out, and in actuality is how microwaves work, and from space, by vibrating from within at the very start, 
which is likely how cosmic our planet reacts to space, and how it is known and heated by our sun and all the other cosmics of cosmetics and cosmistry, and molten iron and impenetrable, protects our frailties from one side of the planet to the other, and our strongest selves utilize the air when is needed, and the ground when is needed, and further the earth and air processes to create and feed life itself. If Frankenstein were alive, his patients may be patient in noting the effects of a slight headache to an immediate electrical drain into the planet, for to sustain life requires a high above attenuation and thus an origin, as known through specific genetic material which creates the heady mindfulness to begin such a communication and connection at age zero, a continuation of the origins of both life forms, who also maintain this communication, and to create life, in the eyes and minds of this or any doctor, is to ignore perhaps the thing he should have done in the first place, and that was to stop looking after the dead, as a means of living, and while discovery of the mechanisms of the dead are an interesting footnote to the anthology of human beings, it has provided a means of a continuation of traveling the body as if it's an atmosphere place to visit with further science and exploitation, and a cause the reasoning on the reasoning of death is perhaps a non-participation in the observance of life. And so are hearses roll, and hospitals fill with the near living, to be nearer to near than far from family, yet further than that to fully alive at all, and that's off the rails a bit for today, and so we reaffirm continuity and affirmation of the successes of organization while also appreciating the origins of chaos, as is precisely non-observed towards the benefactor of life itself, for as to be known as itself, is to live through self-discovery. And absolutely. And within with that, and some more, this has been a dissertation with the bodies at hand and within a mind's eye to provide in the chemical use to cleanse perhaps even a murky spirit, with a gesturing and over and undulation of adulation and adjunct rivalry of all ties to the lives and its center, and also peripherally, from side to side and sidle up, if you get such a chance, take it and many and again on air sea and land, travel lightly. Peace and love plus the approximation of ordering multitudes sheer absurdity, in the all and around and because of it, this is Aqua Q. We'll now conclude this episode. This is Radio 11, broadcast on MutinyRadio.fm San Francisco, Oakland, Parking next week. We return again at 5 p.m. And until then, remember to dial around and twist up to Yourself. Hey, how you doing? Um, I'm Zima Wyatt, and actually I was born here in San Francisco, uh, in Chinatown, and I live uh, in Oakland now. Oh, wow. Um, but Chinatown, that must have been interesting, because uh, the last time I went to Chinatown, um, I don't know if you see it on Facebook or not or whatnot, but um, I went to Speakeasy for one of my friends' birthdays, and that's in Chinatown. Ah. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it was a it was a hell of experience, but I don't know when when, when you get there, it's like it's wow. Yeah, the yeah. energy, the energy is awesome. It's awesome. I'm sure in 1960, I was probably the only African American born in the Chinese hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 1960. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't look it. I know. Thank you very uh, much. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> But remember, no, Quinn's my 21. sister, so yeah, look no, at her. Ex- exactly. Okay. <laughs> the queen, Quinn Mejia. Yes. <laughs> she yes. 
out floating around in cyberspace somewhere. Yeah, she's she's doing something. She's gonna telecommute for now, and she she's gonna try and make it later on. But you know, she has she has some stuff to deal with. And yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. happens sometimes. But and the the dynamic. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so so tell me how you know. Uh, tell me how you know the queen. Wow. Now that's a story, and of all stories, we've been knowing each other since mm, I think I was in the sixth grade, and she was in the eighth grade. Um, we actually went to the same church. Um, we grew up in East Palo Alto. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Just tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. And my mother had so many kids. And I don't mean biological. Um, she adopted anyone and everyone that came along. And Quinn happened to be one of those souls that um, my mother, they just connected. And actually, um, Quinn became the daughter that my that I, I guess, <laughs> was in the daughter that the foo-foo shoo-shoo, let me put it in. <laughs> I totally understand that. <laughs> okay, you know Quinn. Okay, I totally so understand that. Shoo-shoo, yeah, I, I was not. And um, uh, Quinn just, like I said, she came into our life and my mother just embraced her and the relationship that the two of them had like I said people could come to my mother's house you know for dinner and they wouldn't know who her biological children were because she had so many people calling her mom oh that's yeah you know and so (laughs) Quinn um actually it's a story that I don't know if she's ever told you, and I don't know if she wants to tell you. No, <laughs> it's not, I. I don't think. Uh, I don't think she opens up about her past like all that often to people like that. She's just like gotten close to. It's kind of. It's kind of tough, but I see mm-hmm. that. I see that sort of. Uh, that that diva wall she puts up and she's such a diva i mean i love her but like <laughs> she's such a diva and it comes she with came like out baggage. of the womb a diva <laughs> yeah i totally agree with that <laughs> but a good i mean she just had this spirit that um my mother understood her where sometimes your parents may not understand you and it may take someone else's mother or father that can see something through you. you yeah. Know, just like um, people who work with children. Um, they can see something in that child that their parents may not see and then they can convey that to the parent just like when kids go to school and something that the parent's not seeing because the teacher's yeah. with them all day long. You know, they see a behavior that isn't normal in the household. So Quinn, which, had, which is why, like, they're able to give advice to parents. Exactly, and stuff like that. Yeah. exactly. And my mother had that type of um, heart. She worked for a mortuary in East Palo Alto, so oh, she was one. always giving to others. Yeah. And so, like I said, she. Um, took Quinn under her wing and the funny part of the Quinn and Zima story is we're only two years apart but there is a lifetime of experience between you two thank you (laughs) (laughs) so when we were in high school um, Quinn was in the 12th grade and I was a freshman I mean no she was in the 11th and I was a freshman now to this day is funny Quinn did not realize how close in age we were because she you know she was my big sister yeah <laughs> I mean like a, a year a year and some change apart like it could mean it could quite literally mean life or death a decade yeah <laughs> If exactly. you're, you know, it depends. And she had older sisters. I had older brothers. So my growing up was a little different than her growing up. But we were in high school together. I played on the basketball team. I was on the band. And Quinn, yeah. I mean, we were out of she, high school. She's probably just been singing for like 50 years. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm at school every day. And one day, I think it was like in 2004, um, 
we hadn't seen each other for like 20 years and we finally reconnected. And she said, you know, I never realized you were t only two years younger than I am. I said, well, Quinn, I was in high school with you. She said, I just thought you was up in high school hanging out. I said, you thought an eighth grader was hanging out and you thought Miss Maggie was going to let me hang out in high school for two years on the basketball team, on the softball team, in the band. She says, well, it just never registered. I just thought you was hanging out at and school. And now that's, that's kind of that's crazy because... Um like back when you guys were in high school, it was like the, the 70s. 70s, yeah, the and 70s. All, all this stuff's going on, like the Beatles and like oh, Jimmy yeah. Anderson making a splash on the radio. Yeah, there's so much media, but there's a there's a totally different stigma that's going on. And what like what really catches my eye is like you were an athlete and she was you know probably she probably was a thespian. Diva. Yeah, no, she was the diva. You know, she was into cosmetics tap. and so cosmetology. So okay. we all went to Quinn to get our hair done. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes yes, sense. Yes, Quinn is a bad mm -hmm. hair stylist. Oh, she's definitely a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> and a dynamite singer. So you get all that in one person. So she's had this, you know, she sang with Josephine Baker at 14. What? She never told me that. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. But yes, you know, at the Circle Star Theater in Redwood City. So oh. she's had that fever and she'll she's going to take it to her grave. I wanted. I want to take a moment. You said Redwood City. You guys grew up in East Palo Alto. Yes, the Peninsula. Oh my good. The the Peninsula itself has like a different energy, but uh, Red, Redwood yes. City. Like the, you could tell the people in Redwood City, despite all the stuff that's like mm -hmm. going on, they have like a sort of like character. Right. Yeah. Right. I used to live in a play, an area called Friendly Acres. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been pretty fresh. And it was. It was really cool. It was like the quietest part of Redwood City. You know, it was a long marsh road. Okay. And, that um, yeah, yeah, it was just an area with a bunch of duplexes that um, were really nice. And the people, a lot of us worked for Ray Camp Corporation, yeah. which was just on the other side of Marsh Road. Yeah, it's. I think it's still in there. Mellow Park. It yeah. is. It's called Tyco now. Yeah. Yeah. I worked there for eleven years, um, from nineteen to thirty. Years well, old, well, yeah. Tyco is what I know from like the nineties because like, right. I'm an eighties yeah. baby. I was born in eighty seven. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 But I know exactly what you're talking about because you exit Marsh and like on the left is Redwood City. Right. On the right is Menlo Park. Right. Yeah. And then up. And if you go uh, east, west a little bit, you'll be in Woodside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the peninsula, um, but I also love the East Bay, and I miss San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something, there's something about the peninsula. I've, I've been in the peninsula pretty much my whole life, except for mm -hmm. college. Like, I needed to get out of here for college. Mm -hmm. I, went to, uh, I went to UCLA. Uh, it was probably like my worst and best decision of my life mm. yeah I mean it was the worst because I don't know the people are very um when I went there from between 2005 and 2009 mm -hmm. um there was because Hollywood is like right there I yeah. think yeah yeah I think everybody just became la la not, not <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> not not superficial by mm -hmm. any means but um I mean no no, no. That's what I mean to say. I think they're mm -hmm. just very superficial, but they're not la fake. Like that's what they're they grew up with. People. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you come over here, and people are like, people have like these blue collar jobs that mm -hmm. get up to the point where like they have to think uh, think white collar because nowadays, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. nowadays, like people are making hundred thousand dollars a year, and you're still considered poor. Exactly. Yeah. You need to go live in Sil Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Oakland, because like, I've been seeing a lot of Oakland lately. Oakland. Mm. Yeah. Um, I moved to Oakland from East Palo Alto in 2004. 
Okay. And when I first moved there, the homeless uh, situation, it was there, it was present, mm -hmm. but it wasn't overwhelming. And that's what's happening right now in Oakland, is there? there's this mass wave of homelessness that, it, you know, you have the term pop-up for food. No, there are pop-up communities, tent fam, you know, units that are popping up wow. all over Oakland, all under the underpass, the, um, anywhere there's an open space on the, um, freeway entrance, um, in East Oakland, in the Fruitvale, there has been uh, several fires of um, encampments because the people have no place to go. And the one thing that I can say that the homelessness there, the homeless are not hungry because there's a lot of food that are that's being given out daily, but they're, they can't afford to live in Oakland. I mean, I'm having a problem living in Oakland. Well, I, I think uh, I think Oakland's like the poster child for being gentrified. I think because um, you know, if you if you start like, let's say you go into a small community in Oakland, say West Oakland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like West Oakland, mm -hmm. and you start putting things like, I mean, not Starbucks, but like stuff like. Stuff like Swarovski or fucking like Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. Now, because there's now because it's there, people are gonna see it as like a destination. Mm -hmm. That stuff is there, mm -hmm. so more people are gonna start going in there, and they're gonna be talked to by mm -hmm. some investors about you know changing this whole community. Mm -hmm. It has and changed. Oakland is definitely changed. It has yeah. changed since I moved. I live in West Oakland, right yeah. in the. I, I, they call it Uptown, but Uptown is on the other side of 24 or 980. <laughs> so I'm on the, I guess, west west side of 980. You're, you're not too far off from uh, Lake Merritt, I think. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm closer to the bottoms, what they call the bottoms, which is by the West Oakland BART station. Market, okay, okay. Grand yeah. Market Street and West Grand. Where the fire, as a matter of fact, the fire that they just had last week, I was a part of the people that electricity was affected at two o'clock in the morning. Cause all of a sudden I heard this pop in the house and you know, I woke up and I noticed that everything, the lights were off. And I'm like, I know PG&E did not cut off my PG&E at two o'clock in the morning. Come on, <laughs> let me get there at five o'clock. But yeah, you know, and then I started walking through the house because it was like a dead spirit, which means the energy was, there was no light, no, no kind of electricity. And I went to the kitchen and all I could see was this orange fireball. So, of course, everybody, wake up everybody in the house, let's get, we get dressed, we go running around the corner, and the new complex that's right on uh, West Grand, up in flames. Wow. And that's what's hap that's what has been occurring in Oakland for like the last two years with all the new units that are being constructed in these different communities. For some reason, they are being vandalized, arson. That makes sense. I can't, I can't really speak about the people that do it, but I don't know. I, I'm at a loss for words, actually. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's, you know, it's the double-edged sword, you yeah. know. I live in Oakland. I live in West Oakland. I live in that neighborhood, but I wouldn't be able to afford a unit there. I couldn't afford a um, studio. Oh, that's expensive. It's expensive. Right? It, it, yeah. It's it's ridiculous, you know. Two thousand dollars for a studio apartment. Well, <laughs> m move, moving on from that though, coming from Oakland, we got the uh, Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I'm kind of torn because I'm a native San Franciscan, you know. So then, <laughs> com then coming back home. 
They're, they're coming back over coming here. Chase, back home. Chase Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Chase Arena is going to be built by next year. Champ, mm-hmm. Champ, you want to say something about that? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, Champ, that's Zima. Zima, hey, that's the how Champ. Hey, how you doing? Uh, sit, sit right there, Champ. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, right. Oh, that was nice. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Want some headphones? Yeah, Got right there. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting into So, so Quentin, Quentin told me that you did, uh, you do some photography for the Warriors, which is why I want to talk about like representing <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I um, I've been photographing for them since 2007 when I used to work for the Globe newspapers, and now I shoot for uh, Sports in the Bay, Felicia McDaniel's. Sorry, she's gonna kill me, Felicia Purcell. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so when there's opportunities because they are the champs, the photographers now are getting booted out because of all the different TV channels, stations that want to be there at the Warriors games. So, you know, the little ones, we lose our spot because some TV channel wants to be at a Warriors game. So, you you know. Do you want to answer this? Uh, We got Quinn coming in. Hey, Quinn. Hello, Bob. Hey, Quinn. I hear you. This is Zima. Quinn Mejia. <laughs> where Where is Quinn Mejia? <laughs> Quinn Mejia got a call in today. <laughs> uh, I, I can't even tell you about life, but um, since you're not talking about me, I'm, I'm over here live at um, Chipotle. Nice. In San Jose, <laughs> and it's a lot of weird energy out here today in San Jose. <laughs> but we're not talking about me. Hi, Zima. Hey, sis. How you doing? Girl, I'm telling you, I'm, this baby had to put the man off the bus because he said he was going to set me on fire, and what? you know I got STD. Is it? No, that's what? not. <laughs> STD, STD, STD. You know when you got this. Set you on fire? What kind of shit is that? So the bus is crowded and he don't want to be touched. And he got uh, he has in his hand a um, a thing you pull the plug and you and and you put out on the street when your cars broke down. Yeah. Uh huh. He has one of those and he. So first this other man touched him and he was gonna kick his ass and jump on him and I'm standing by the other guy and the guy keeps saying he's sorry and he's threatening the other guy. And so I'm standing by him and then I bumped into him and he says, uh, I'm gonna kick your ass. And I wow. said, let me just tell you ain't another man gonna hit me on this planet. Wow. And I meant that shit, and he said, I'm going to kick your ass. And I said, like I said, if you're going to, you know, we like had a standoff on the bus in the back of the bus at this point. And so the lady is saying, um, Was he just a, trying to recreate third, the Rosa Parks moment? This is a packed freaking bus in, in, in Santa Freaking State. So on the way, you know where I was mm. going to take care of my phone bill. Yeah. Get there, and the, front, the machine is down. So I said, okay, I'll turn around and this when about three more blocks get on that bus and the net is on the bus so she came she's driving and like still driving with the net on the bus and it's getting so bad that other clients are getting involved so at this point the people got me blocked off from him while she kicked him off the bus and he said he's thinking he's gonna set me on fire what takes me five blocks away from where i need to go which is more toward out of way near the train station so she lets me off there i gotta walk five more blocks back to where so i could take care of his phone and by the time it's like it's a wrap i could do it live oh wow it's not working even trying to you know no 
to have this energy, you know, so I knew I could do it live. I want to say, Zima, thank you for coming. Bob, I love you guys so much. (laughs) But did Zima tell you who she is yet? Yes, we've been talking. (laughs) Yeah, no, we've been talking about you, actually. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) I I wanted to explore the dynamic between the the queen and the photographer, apparently. You know, the tomboy and the diva. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you got how you got connected with mother <laughs> because I didn't want to play dolly doll and makeup and all that. So well, wasn't that a diva? <laughs> diva? Oh my God! Did you bring my high school pictures just so no, they could see how I'm in a ninth grade school to do? No, I didn't. I did tell them the story about you thinking that I was six years or seven years younger when we were at high school at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even smoke weed then. So you figure. shouldn't. Been, no, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't even. You shouldn't even say that. You should have been. I thought you was out on the grass. <laughs> and I'm that. And I'm that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But my sister just said a basketball team got to be awesome programs. She's a phenomenal. I, and I thank you. She she is an enigma. Aww. Yeah. It, isn't she? She's a phenomenal and so, and yeah. um the way she has come back uh five MS is like you know, her courage to do this when when she first shared with me her child, that she was diagnosed. You know, I didn't even know. I had no idea what cancer was or, you know, MSD. Well, it probably diseases. didn't exist in the 70s. Yeah. No, no, recently, actually, yeah. she's speaking of uh, present day. Like, the yeah. last oh, my four goodness, or yeah. five years. Yeah. When I was telling you earlier about the yeah. water. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to we'll get to that at one point. There is so much to cover. <laughs> yes, is it so any entertainment with you guys today, uh, Bob? Uh, we got we got the heavyweight champ over here, Queen. Oh. You, you hey, should, you the heavyweight. Oh, the champ is here. <laughs> hey, the champ. champ. Is here. <laughs> Look, I needed you on the bus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> no, but that type of stuff you. don't fly when I'm around. No, I was I, I was squaring I was squaring off, champ. Hey. I put my bags down. I was squaring Ooh. off. I was like, okay, look like you're going to do before I get home. <laughs> <laughs> We no, don't have to see oh no my bell. God. You know, we don't have to go see the Bells bondsman, sis. We don't No, because I said, you, you think you're going to set me on fire? I'm going to bite the shit out of you. I'm going to yep. bite you and bite you and bite you and bite you. I'm not, I'm not an advocate for street violence, but at the same time, it's like. Stand your ground. You threaten to set me on fire, you're going to get shot. Yeah. You're going to set me on fire. He had the yeah. spark in his hand, yeah. getting ready to pull it. Nope. And everybody on the butt in the back of the freaking bus, it ain't no, it ain't no room. But our champ, I'm telling you, we need security. I'm telling you. <laughs> so who are you beating up in the world today? <laughs> uh, actually, in a couple hours, I'll be wrestling over at uh, El Toro Nightclub. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, at a nightclub. Avenue in in San Francisco. Oh, you a stripper? Wow, you ain't no boxer. I mean. Hey, that's after that's after dark. That's after dark. Hey, I'd rather have a wrestler than a boxer because a wrestler, I know he's gonna take him down. Yes. I'm at the, I'm so I'm so is in the wrong location. <laughs> Your protection is here. I'm sitting up here with a burrito and a and some and some chips, man. <laughs> Well, he has a gentle face. What you think? Dimples. He has a gentle face. Oh and man, she didn't oh, my dimples. Now I'm over here blushing. No. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and turn my back right now. Just, oh, and his head is shaking. I got. Well, that, that's because it's hot. I'm sweating. I'm from Washington. This is too hot for me. Ooh, I've been having bad sweating spells. Maybe, maybe it's good. I wasn't able to drip all over you. I'll shoot. I'll shoot. <laughs> I think he would have been able to handle it. <laughs> You'd be surprised I, I can I'm learning how Look to scale my business and shit. They call me Sim for a reason. 
The rumors are true. Oh my God. Almost. Oh, exactly. Got, oh, He's heard the stories. They, they got tools for everything for climbing. Oh, yeah. Lasso it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got them all in my room. You don't have to not be able to do a damn thing on this planet. <laughs> Oh, that's so shit. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> so I can learn how to climb. Hmm? You taking someone down tonight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a five-on-five tag team match. And um, based on the story, I haven't been announced as one of the participants mm-hmm. um, because they want to keep it a mystery until oh, they go out there. Oh, okay. But, oh, that's yeah. why you didn't promote on your yeah. page. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then tomorrow I'll be in Daly City, um, going against twenty nine other guys too. Twenty nine! Oh wow! Yeah, well, you don't look like you um, you've been banged up, you know, oh, much. I'm well, Dina, don't scars. be talking about how he look. I'm all sick and shit because I can't forehead? see. Oh. Back of my head, right here. <laughs> I got scars on. Dina, he got body. big arms. Yes. He got big arms. Yes. You do? I mean, yeah. they're all right. Yeah, I'm, wearing a, I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. He can hold like you. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing long Somebody, right somebody long better have I'm some of that weed for me. That's all. I don't care how he gets it. I don't care how he gets to Foster City. It better be there for me. <laughs> 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 Man, I'm heating up over here. Bye, damn. Bye. Got, here. got him shaking his shirt. I you know, I'm trying to fan himself. He Talking live here from Chipotle. Uh, I need one of them Holy Ghost Yeah, yeah. 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 no, you yeah. need the men of the crew. It's not yeah. the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Holy Ghost will break on you. Am I tying up the line? No, you all good. You all good? How many uh, lines yeah. we got? We only got one, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to answer Gil's phone call if I don't have the timer. <laughs> Bob over here being lazy, so he's we like, "All right, got we got one." one. <laughs> we we got one line. I'm I'm Quinn here talking from San Jose Chipotle. Just um, had to do the street scene today because the universe called it out that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so hello world. <laughs> hello Quinn. <laughs> You know, you yeah. know what? The, ne- the next time, uh, the next time me, you, and Russell are at karaoke, I'm Russell and I are gonna sing you some Rosa Parks. Oh, you gonna sing me <laughs> some what? Is Ru- Russell there? Nah, no. nah, Russell's not here. What the hell, Russell <laughs> Truffles? Dina, you need to experience it. If we call it. Oh, you never had Russell's Mount Truffles. Mount Orgasm. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Zima, you gotta you gotta come out one yes. of these times. Russell's here. He's, I told him I'll slap yeah. somebody for them damn troubles. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and that's gonna hurt. Open in your mouth, girl. <laughs> Did they melt in your mouth? Oh, they did more than that. Oh. <laughs> uh-uh. They they burst open in your mouth and all of your whole mouth. Your whole mouth is full of pleasure. Oh. Can you imagine uh, We're talking about your the truffles for me. <laughs> <laughs> What's really going on? We are talking about truffles, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't know truffles bursted in your mouth. I know they melt. Depends on the truffle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys let me know oh, when you call okay. when you need to over here. The um, dimples yeah. are. Uh, you know what? Don't no, tell no, me you got a the, dimple. I just saw where the conversation was turning, so I'm ready now. I didn't know it was going to be this type of radio show, Bob. <laughs> it's not. It's you told not. me to come down here and promote wrestling. You got me out here just <laughs> talking about truffles. Being looking like a piece of meat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't know they would turn you into that. I don't. Yeah, by you, yes, you did. No, I did not. You set me up. You set me up. <laughs> Thank you. Well, he he's not supposed to tell his identity until this tonight. 
So yeah. Well, did I mess up? Oh well. Yeah, we're trying to change uh-huh. it and keep it undercover for Shucks. us. <laughs> I'll I mean, as long as, as, long as you didn't check in, you'll be alright. But I keep I keep answering the universe. What did I do? What I mean? <laughs> what time? What time is it? I, I, I'm about to get one of these scooters and start scooting along. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. You're gonna rent a Vespa yeah, for right. I almost had to do that trying to find parking over here. <laughs> right. Oh, I drove here. Yeah. I, how soon I gonna get here, Bob? <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm lazy. Bob I don't like I'm me, not baby. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> like Dan Moses, the bus is out of question. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently. Look, so. look, I'm gonna go get that. I'm gonna go get that arsenic and, and have him threaten you guys. <laughs> Compared to the heavyweight champ, no, there's no question about it. That'd be a bad life decision champion. for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you know why I'm not there? Because hmm. I would be your contender. That's oh, why shoot. I'm not there. See now, <laughs> that's a call out. That's a call out to me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm the champion 24/7, so anytime. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is show up with a ref. I'm gonna give you some tight, tight boxer shorts. Got them on right now. Ooh. <laughs> he, do- he actually does. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going straight to the show after this. Yeah. Ooh, what color are they? Quint, we trying to find right. out when his show, what's going on with his show. Doors open oh, at okay. 7 o'clock. It's at El Toro Nightclub in San Francisco. Mm. Um, I'm going on probably. 9.30. Oh, okay. that's cool. Because yeah. I'm what in the weight class? Uh, heavyweight. You go on at 9.30, and what is the charge to get in? Huh? How much does it cost to get in? I think like 10, 15 bucks. Yeah, people need to know. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. So I'm, they I'm can about come. to head over there after the show. <clears throat> So oh, they can see Bob's lying. Bob's lying. I've been I've been into my shows for three years, and he hasn't showed up till one. This they man, this it. man bought an airplane ticket and a hotel room in Las Vegas to come see me wrestle out there, all the way up until the day I left. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna see you there. I'm gonna see you there." You know, That's he never showed up. Shame. You know, he never showed up. I can't stand fake friends mm-hmm. like that. Uh, he's, he's not a fake friend. He's just he never he shows up. Never, he never shows well, up. Well, that sounds like a fake friend to me. Unless unless there's music or lumpia, he ain't showing up. No. Well, look, this and is what he you got to do. And he was supposed to bring me a gang of lumpia the other night because he went to the mm-hmm. the lumpia fest. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know who showed up empty-handed? Cool. Bob. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> You know Bob, who still let him in the bar? Him like me. the heavyweight. You're not treat, treating him like the heavyweight yeah. I'm imagining here. He probably has yeah. a bar in his car right now. <laughs> no, I ain't even in the car. Mm. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm imagining a, a heavyweight champion, and uh, Bob, you ain't, you're not treating him like he's a heavyweight. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, well, su- I'll surprise him. He's six, he's six five of heavyweight champ. I'm mm. six four. I'm six mm. four. Don't, Clo- don't give me enough. extra inches. Mm. I got a mm. nose. Mm. I'm 340 mm. oh, I'm pounds. Mm. I'm black and Native mm. American. Mm. I'll, send, I'll just send you a picture right now. I know you're mm. on Messenger. <laughs> I think we need to get her a ShamWow or something. Right? Right. <laughs> what cyberspace are you right? in? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember that dog used to get a biscuit and float all the way up in yes, the air? And go, yeah. Oh, thanks. You might be too, we might, I might be telling my age shit. Can I get a picture with the chicken? But that's a dog with yeah. a biscuit, honey. <laughs> okay. There we go. Bob over there just trying to take a picture of us, and I think he took a selfie. Cause he's a okay, send it, send, uh, send no, it no, to you. I, I, I actually took a picture. Oh, right. uh, again, I am recording live from Chipotle in uh, San Jose. So anybody in San Jose want to hit us up? I want a on... super carne asada bowl. <laughs> that's that's my that's my stick right there. Yeah. Double the meat. <laughs> Double the meat. We yes. got we got Zima. 
and I'll we have Zima, uh, entrepreneur who has uh, created many things in her lifetime, and I work with the Warriors photographer. Are you still working with them, Zima? Yes, when they have an available space for little old Zima. But yes, mm. I did a couple of games in uh, during the preseason. Um, but you know, I'm retired, so I come no, out whenever I feel like I want to do a game. Oh, that is sick! You can just hit up you can just hit up somebody like Steve Kerr and be like, "Hey, let me take pictures." Right. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, I work can. for. If you mm-hmm. want well, to, actually, bad enough, I have you can. family members on the Warriors, so oh, okay. I can't get tickets from them. Okay. There's ways. Uh, There's ways. Well, well, he, give me the 411, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you, you what's fun girl. about being a. Um, or, when sorry, you are a. Assistant. That's it. <laughs> Say what, Quinn? When you are a mutt puppy, let me tell you what the advantages <laughs> of being a mutt puppy. <laughs> You may not who you know who your daddy is, but you sure got a bunch of siblings. <laughs> what? I can almost wipe my ass with the fucking Donald Trump toilet paper to my right. You really got Donald Trump toilet paper? It's not, not even kidding you. It's right here. Wow. It's fucking Donald Trump that's on crazy. toilet paper because that's literally where he belongs. That's I crazy. wouldn't even want his face yeah, near my want... rear end. I'm sorry. No, no. I may catch it. I don't, I don't want him in my energy No, at all. I don't want him in the bathroom with me on toilet paper or no kind Especially of Especially that's the best time to meditate. And I don't want him ruining that. Right. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, I'm telling you guys, it is better to know who your damn enemies are. And he just, he just, he's the antiseptic that's pulling all this shit to a head. Now we got to act accordingly since we know who the motherfuckers are. Well, it is good that we know who our enemies are. But yeah. we know who he is now, he needs to leave. Mm. Yeah. It's like, we know you, we don't need to keep getting reminded of him. Oh, that's exactly what I'm voting on fucking November 6th. <laughs> yes, good, get out good. and yeah, vote definitely. next Tuesday. Yep. It's very, very, very important that we get yes, out. Yes, get out and vote. He said and Do today, something about that damn tin, because uh, they're going to be burning. Oh, Zima, did you tell them about the fire? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Damn, y'all done talked up everything. Well, uh, sh- sorry. <laughs> we ain't even an hour in the show. Yeah. Well, we want to get back to the champ to see what's going on with the champ. Who want to get back to what? The champ. Because he's going to have to leave in a little bit, you know. He's, he's oh, the champ going to have to leave? Champ's going to have All to right, leave. All right, champ. How many fights have you won? Oh, shoot. I've been doing this since uh, I went pro in 2010, so probably... Close to a thousand matches. I've probably won five hundred, six hundred, something like that. Wow. There's an official tally somewhere on the internet. I'm just lazy and I don't want to look it up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so how how many matches do you have a week? Uh, well, I mean, there's ra- there's rare occasions where I could do five shows mm-hmm. a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this weekend, if uh, I'm doing today, tomorrow, and then on Saturday at the company that I'm the champion of, we're having a Young Lions Cup, and mm-hmm. that's where all the young wrestlers who are uh, two years or younger in the in the business mm-hmm. get a chance to go out there and compete in a tournament, and basically it's like um, the new rising star mm-hmm. of professional wrestling, and uh, I'm because I'm the champion, I'm obligated to be there even though I'd be there even if I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just cool to see who's coming up. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on Bearcat Ride, Peter Maiva. Uh, oh, Peter Maiva, yeah. Um, uh, the Ray Chief. Stevens, yep. Pat Patterson. Yep. The they wrestled right over here in the yeah, Cup House. Yeah, I grew up, yeah. I wrestled yeah. in the Cup House twice last That's, year. That was my place. Yep. My mother used to work there. She okay. worked at Candlestick with the Giants. She worked at Cow Palace. I, you know, going to the Cow Palace, watching the wrestling, my brother always had to have a seat in the third row. Mm-hmm. 
So what happens when you're sitting in the third row? If somebody's face that's wet and bloody coming oh, yeah. over you're there, gonna get, and, that, you're gonna get. and I was a little kid, you know. I remember the the little people, and I remember the bear, mm-hmm. a real live bear. They used to put in the ring. A fucking bear. A bear. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was in the. That was back when they didn't 60, care about 70. the audience. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. They didn't care about public exactly. safety. Exactly. <laughs> at the Cow Palace and at the mm-hmm. Oakland Coliseum, mm-hmm. um, the matches. And oh wow, I've seen blood and head split open as a kid. That's but 